Adele weight loss story. Um, let me just say this. Uh, well, first, let me start with this. This is from TheBlaze.com, um, written by uh, Carlos Garcia. Um, and let me say this. Adele, I remember when Adele uh, kind of like first kind of made it. And she, she, you know, she was famous and stuff. She, you know, kind of became well-known and stuff like that. Um, I remember that, and I remember how big she was. And I will say this. I remember how big she was, and I think we all do. And I I thought that she was a good-looking woman. I thought that she had a nice face. I thought she was pretty, um, you know, nice nose, nice eyes. Um, nice lips. I thought she was, I thought she was a good looking woman. Okay. Now that she has lost weight, I'm going to admit, I think she looks much better. I'm more attracted to her. And I think she feels, which is the most important thing, that she actually feels much better. And her body is now in a better place than it was before. But people are... There are some people who are marveling at Adele's weight loss, but others are outraged at the fat shaming. Okay. Singer Adele astounded her fans with her weight loss, but others were angered by the comments that they perceived as fat shaming, those who had trouble with their weight. Adele celebrated her birthday by posting a photograph of herself to her Instagram account and more than 35 million followers. Many praised her for her weight loss, which she had previously discussed in an interview with Vogue in 2016. I was trying to get some stamina for my tour, so I lost a bit of weight, Adele said. Now I fit into normal, off-the-shelf clothes, she added, which is a really big problem for me. The the post received more than 8 million likes and 183,000 comments, mostly of support and approval. Others decried the the celebratory comments to Adele as having a sinister side effect of shaming those with body positivity issues. Fellow thins, don't be fat phobic. I see you tweeting about Adele. Fat people, can you see tweeting about Adele too? Said Muslim bisexual historian Blair Imani. Let me say this. No, you know what? Let me keep going. Let me keep going. Your weight doesn't determine your beauty. Your appearance doesn't determine your beauty. The number on this scale doesn't make you worthy or unworthy, responded disability blogger Melissa Burke. Um, Good morning. Deeply depressed by everyone fawning over Adele's weight loss, tweeted writer Marissa Cabas. The most impressive thing a woman can do is lose weight. Okay, I I, I, I got to say it, man. Okay. Listen. Here's the problem that we're having. We try to have our cake and eat it too. See, people say, okay, live. We say, okay, live your best life. Okay, be your best version of you that you can be. And... Be body positive. Like, don't worry about your body and just accept it for what it is and love yourself. Here's the thing. If you, when you love yourself, you try to do what's best for yourself and you try to improve yourself. Why is it that people want to lose weight? Because it makes them better. It makes them a better person physically mentally emotionally that's why people want to lose weight bmi and um disease you know you know and certain diseases they're correlated heart disease type 2 diabetes uh breathing problems cancers gallstones These are these are diseases that are associated with higher BMI. The higher the BMI, the higher your risk. In 2017, this is according to the CDC, the number one leading cause of death in the U this is for the US. One, heart disease, two, cancer, three, accidents, 
4. Chronic lower respiratory diseases. 5. One, two, three. Yeah, five. Stroke. Uh, seven. Diabetes. Eight. Influenza. Does anyone see a correlation here? You know what all these diseases have in common? They're more... Listen. When, When you're bigger... You are more at risk of heart disease. Now, let me, let me, and other, and these other diseases, but let me say, let me also say this. If you want to be fat and you want to be your size, that's fine. That's perfectly and totally reasonable. Seriously, like, like I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to make fun of you or anything, but seriously, like if, if you want to be that size, that's up to you. I mean, listen, having too much fat is a, it's, it's a much more preferable situation than, you know, starvation. It's much more preferable. But why do people want to lose weight? Because they will actually feel better. They'll sleep better. Um, they'll eat better. Their body will feel better. They'll have more energy. Um, you know, they'll have an easier time finding clothes. People will find you more attractive, which is always, it's always nice. It's nice to um, know that you attract people. And it's also nice just to feel good. Seriously, it just, it, it feels good when you are, when you are just a lighter weight. Seriously. So, you know, people say, okay, and here's what I'm saying. We need to come to a place, because listen. There is an obesity epidemic and people don't really talk about it. I've talked about it multiple times on my on my podcast before. But seriously, man. That's good hydration. Serious? No, seriously. We need to discuss this. This is a problem. And you're saying, "Okay. Well, exercise and movement is important." Okay, it is. And, you know, I, I remember people saying, okay, well, there was there was this one video on YouTube where this woman was talking about how she has no health problem. This woman, this woman, I think, I want to say her name was um, something like Jean... Jean Drinkwater or something like that. I don't. I can't think of her name. But she was talking about how she had no diseases, and it was it was a discussion about um, about fat people and obesity. And she she this um, I think it was. I, I can't think of her name. Just look up like Jean Drinkwater or something like that. I you'll 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 know who you'll know who it is when you see it. Um, but she was talking about how. She had no diseases and that she was in, she was in great health. She was just extraordinarily big. And, and just knowing, just knowing basic science, just understanding that, you know that she's, it's not true. Because the bigger you are, the harder your heart is working. That's just how it is. Because the more weight you have, the more strained your heart is. It has to work that much harder to make it. Bigger people live less. They, 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 they're, they're, they don't live as long. Why? Because, you know, if you take 10 years of a, of a say, someone my size who's skinny and a fat person, okay, ten, me from 20 to 30... They're, they are working so much harder. It's like, it's like they've, their heart's been working like, you know, instead of, okay, say, so I'm 21, take a fat person who's 21, okay? Kelly Dream, Kelly Jean Drinkwater, I think that's her name. Okay, so I'm 21 and take a fat person who's, who's also 21. So, say we reach 31, so a decade from now, okay, my heart will, have not as worked nearly as hard 
as the as the one who is 31 and much bigger than me because the your heart has to keep on pumping that blood and it's just much much harder your heart's probably enlarged and it you you've got i mean it's it's just a bad recipe and so here's what we're saying if we're going to address the obesity epidemic and if we're trying to get people you know on their feet and you know moving we have we have to throw we have to throw away the body acceptance movement we have to and and here's see and see here's what i'm saying i can under, i can understand loving yourself and you're saying okay i am fat and whatever okay see here's the thing one of the main reasons people call out and here, here i'm going down the line here and i'm going off on multiple ta- tangents but they all tie in a lot of the, one of the number one reasons people call off work is because of back pain why because of lack of exercise you we sit see here's the problem in this society and this this is also from life becoming easier we don't have to be on our feet as long you know we're driving and stuff like that we don't have to lift as much it's life has just gotten a lot easier so what do we do we sit more so our our back has to compensate for our inactive core and that causes eventual back pain our stu- you know our stomachs grow and it it's just bad we eat you know potato chips which is pretty i want to say it's like the worst i think potato chips are like the worst food you could eat in terms of gaining weight like gaining fat like that's like that is the number one food you want to avoid you can fact check me on that but i'm i'm pretty sure i'm right but seriously man we have to address this because if we don't and see this is why people are saying oh, okay well we're not going to be you know replaced with robots some some of us will because see, here's the thing. If I'm a business owner, and I look at this, I'm, I'm planning for the future, and I, I would look at, okay, one of the most important pieces that you have in life, that, 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 that's part of your business, are your employees, those who work for you. Okay, the bigger someone is, they are going to have more physical problems. Why would I not replace that person with, you know, AI, a robot, a machine, something that I don't have to pay that will never call out of work, will never get sick, will never have to be hospitalized. It's my, I don't have to pay. I don't have to pay. You know, their health insurance. Why? Because it's a. Because it's it's AI. It's not. It's not real. It's not. It's not a human. That human capital is very important. And so if we want to if we want to keep working we still want to be if you still want to be useful in the future okay you need to lose weight I mean I mean seriously this we in this country we overconsume the amount of we, first of all we have bigger plates than most countries we have bigger plates and here's the thing the bigger the plate you usually fill the plate so here by the way here's a trick if you do want to lose weight Eat on find smaller plates and put your food on that. Get rid of all your bigger, bigger plates and just use like saucers. Just just do that, and you'll find you'll find that you eat less. It's really it's really amazing. But we we pile. And I'm telling you, if you look at what we eat compared to what, say you know European countries, and look at what they eat and how much they eat, it's not even a comparison. There's no, there's, there is no comparison. They're not having an obesity epidemic in Europe. We are. I mean, listen, listen. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not getting, it's not you getting shot at by someone. It's not you getting stabbed. Some of the most leading causes of death are tied to obesity. 
and they're tied to having a lot of excess weight. Heart disease, cancer, chronic lower respiratory diseases. The bigger you are, the harder it is to breathe. That's why when you see fat people and they're just doing basic activities, like just walking from one side of the room to the other, they're breathing harder. Why? Because their body's working harder to move the same distance that you just did. If you have me walk down the block and you have, you know, the, uh, the, the, the obese individual or just overweight individual walking down the, walking down the same block with me, I will not be breathing. It, it, it's, it's almost like nothing to me, but for the person with excess weight, they are going to have a much harder time because their heart is working that hard, that much harder. Heart disease, cancer, chronic lower uh, respiratory diseases, stroke, that's also tied to being, uh, being bigger. That, that, you know, diabetes, you know, just eating bad foods. This is, it's just, this, this is just what it is, man. The, and it's so preventable. It's so preventable. But I, I really just, I look at Adele and I think, I think she looks great. Okay, did she have to, did she have to lose the weight? No, that was totally and completely up to her. But what we do need to be honest with ourselves is we have to be honest and just say, okay, look, if I want the reason, and again, this is this is just basic, it's basic logic. Why do people make it their New Year's resolution to lose weight? That's the number one New Year's resolution. Lose weight. It's not get out of debt. It's not get a new house. It's not get a new car. The number one New Year's resolution that people say all the time is, I want to lose weight. I want to get in better shape. They'll use some kind of phrasing like that. Why? Because they will actually feel better. And there are actually benefits to being in better shape and not being bigger. The same thing, here's the thing, the same thing works with height. Not just weight, but height. People, you know, the taller you are, you know, your life expectancy is shorter. Robert, what, what is it? Robert, Robert Wadlow. He was the tallest man to ever live. I want to say he was eight. Fact check me on this, fact check me on this. But I want to say he was eight. I want to say eight foot one, eight foot one or eight foot eleven. I know he was somewhere in the eight eight foot, you know, range. But that's huge. And do you want to know why he died? Because he he was young when he died. He died. I want to say at twenty six. Something something was wrong with his something was wrong with his foot. And his blood wasn't flowing properly through his body, so his foot couldn't heal. Let's win infection. He died. And, you know, there, there were other factors, but that was like the leading factor. But seriously, we need to, we need to take some time and actually think about this. If you want to be fat, okay. But for the sake, for the sake of the nation, we have to, we have to Get in better shape. It's important. If you say, okay, I don't care if I'm more attractive to others. Okay, yeah, I'm sure. Sure. I don't believe you, but sure. Because see, here's the thing. <laughs> and and, and here, here's the amazing thing. Attractiveness does matter to us. We do care about it. That's why, that's why people... They go about trying to better themselves in different ways. Getting in shape, having a good job, having money, having assets, um, having no debt. There are things people strive for to make themselves more attractive. And when you, and when people say, oh, I don't, I don't care how attractive I am to other people, I'm sure, I'm sure you don't. 
Because then, you know what? Just do this. If you really don't care what other people think of you, and you really don't care how others perceive you, okay, when it comes to, when it comes to outfits, take your clothing, donate it, and just do this. Find a tarp, cut a hole for your head, and just put that on. Don't wear, don't wear makeup. Don't, you know, don't, you know, don't get your hair cut. Don't get it trimmed. Don't get a lineup. Don't shave. You know, just, just be, just do, just do, just, just do that. And I know that no one here is going to do that. Why? Because you do care. And that's okay that it's natural to want to attract people. That's it. That's a natural desire. And so that's what we have to be honest. That's what we have to say to ourselves. We weren't fat shaming Adele. Adele, Adele had a goal and she said, I want to lose weight. I want to have more stamina. I want to improve my life. She went out and she did it. This isn't, if you want to call it fat shaming, okay, sure. It's like, it's like this. If you, and again, if you take, if you took a hundred people who were fat and lost weight, how many of them do you think would say, would want to go back to being fat? Seriously. One, two, three? Give me a number. Give me a number out of a hundred people who were, who were obese or overweight, lost the weight and are now, and are now in the normal BMI, normal BMI range. And yes, BMI is outdated, but it's still very useful. How many of them would want to go back to the way they were before? It doesn't make sense. People want to lose weight and they choose to lose weight because there are many benefits to this. This body acceptance movement, it has to go. It's not good. It's not good for us in the future. Seriously, like it's, it's not good for you. We, we hear that, we hear this analogy all the time, but there are people. It's like this. You have people. Who, you know, all the time, they look at things and they say, okay, well, you know, what is it that I want to achieve? What is my goal? What do I want to do? And they try to go out and do that thing. Because they believe that it will make them better. No one has a goal to do something that they think is going to really hurt them. We're not, we're not hating on Adele. We're congratulating her. This is the goal that she had. If you're, I mean, seriously, if you sit, if you sit down and you actually, and you actually think, why is it that people want to lose weight? It's because there are actual benefits. That is why. And it's very, very important that we understand this. This has to be understood. There's the, there's the analogy that's often used that you that your that your body is a car, and it's the car that you keep for the rest of your life. We can't change it. We can't change this car. We can we can we cannot buy a new car. This is the only one that we get. The best we can do is treat it as well as we can. Put the right food in it. Um, put the right you know fuel, which is our food. You know, exercise. Do the things that we can to help ourselves. And yes, sometimes there are genetic diseases, and which is, of course, unfortunate. I have one myself. But I still do my best to... Well, I shouldn't say I do my best, because I, I could give more effort in this area. But I do keep track of my body, and I try to make sure, okay, I want to be this way. I wanna, If I take my shirt off, I want to kind of look like this. 
and kind of keep me healthy. I want to put this kind of food in my body because there are benefits. It's that simple. And I, I, just, I just, we got to stop. We got to stop talking about, talking about fat shaming. And I mean, I mean, look at this. Because I think when we keep saying fat shaming, it's like, okay, well, does that mean, I mean, think about it. Does that mean that when we fat shame, look, take, take PE for a second. Should PE be banned? Because I honestly, I, I'm telling you, I honestly believe that that is the new, I couldn't, I, it would not surprise me. If the if the body positivity movement, if the fat pride movement, did not try to get rid of physical education within schools, seriously, I, I I it would not surprise me. You you may think that it's far fetched. I really don't. I seriously don't think it's that far fetched at all. Okay, that's that. So I just that's that's that topic. I'm not going to go any further on that one. Okay. See from CNN. Should your kids go back to school? These studies suggest not. Uh, moves by countries to reopen schools that were shut to prevent the spread of coronavirus could risk a second wave of infections. Some studies uh, studies suggest most cases of COVID nineteen in children are mild, but studies suggest kids may play a major role in transmitting the virus to each other and to vulnerable adults, and that keeping schools closed for longer may help stop the spread of coronavirus. One study conducted in China and published in the journal Science last week suggested that keeping schools closed could reduce infections and delay the epidemic. Researchers from China, Boston, and Italy performed contact surveys in Wuhan where the coronavirus was first detected and Shanghai, China's largest city. They estimated that removing all interactions normally seen in schools for children up to 14 years old would lead to a reduction in the daily, in the average daily number of cases of about 42% or reducing children's interaction to those seen during vacation periods could reduce new cases by 64%. Interesting. Overall, school-based closure policies are not sufficient to entirely prevent a COVID-19 outbreak but they can impact disease dynamics and hence hospital surge capacity, said the researchers. Now, listen, I'm going to say this. This is, you know, we, we, have, we have to talk to ourselves about this and we have to ask ourselves, okay, is this sustainable? Can we keep schools closed? Because let me tell you something. Parent and again, we all know that this has to be done. Parents are eventually going to have to go back to work. And what does that mean for kids? Well, they're gonna have to go back to school. It's that it, I mean, it, there's, there's no other way to put it. You can't, most a lot of parents cannot afford to have a babysitter. Not for that many hours a day. I mean, I mean, seriously, like, seriously, think about this. I mean, I mean, look, that you, because it's like this, because people now they're gonna say, okay, well, we gotta try to find, we gotta try to uh, fight back and come back from this, you know, from the hours that we lost and the, the pay that we lost. Okay, so we still have to continue to fight this, so. I'm going to try to minimize expenses. You can't have child care. Most, most parents can't have child care from the time they leave to the time they get back. You can't have a babysitter for eight hours Monday through Friday. That's 40 hours. You are paying, you would be asking parents to pay <laughs> to, to have a full-time worker. That's what you'd be doing. Who can do that? What what percentage of what percentage of people could do that? Listen, kids are eventually it's like this. Kids are eventually gonna have to go back to school or you know, you change the law and you say, okay, kids can stay home by themselves. 
or you change you change and say okay school's no longer mandatory like you don't have to go you don't have to go to school if you don't want to I mean I don't know there, there's a lot there's a lot of options here but I can say this you're not going to keep school shut down you can't ha- you can't have that now will there be now here's what I do think will happen for sure at a minimum there's going to be masks you, I think everyone's going to have to wear a mask um, at a minimum and and here's the thing in terms of space like you know from one desk to another classrooms are only so big so you can make you can do six feet but you are grossly reducing the number of students who can be in class. I mean, I mean, unless you do, you know, class outside, which I think many schools may do. I don't know. But one thing is for certain, you can't just keep schools closed. Because I'm, I'm telling you, and I, I told you guys on my podcast, you know, in earlier episodes, you know, I said, look, it's going to be about mid-May when people are really going to start coming back. And I, and I was pretty much right. Because it was kind of like late April, early May when people just started opening their own business. People started going back to their own businesses and working again and stuff like that because it's not sustainable. You can't have people off work for two months. They're going to go back to work and what's going to happen? Well, more and more people are going to just start going back to work because they're going to just look at the fact and say, Hey, I can't do this anymore. I have to go back to work. I can't just, I, we can't just stay home. Will a vaccine be ready? Look, a vaccine, again, a vaccine takes like 18 months. Because here's the thing. You have to make it, and then you have to test it, and you have to, well, you have to say, okay, here's here's something that we have. We have a vaccine. Can we, can we test it? And then it's like, that's a long process. Then you have to actually run the trial if you're indeed approved. It's it's a long process. It's a long process, and you can't possibly ask people to do that. You can't ask people to wait 18 months. We can't just keep printing money. Because our money's our money the the dollar is losing its value by the day. You can't just keep printing more money because Pretty soon it just becomes worthless. It's not feasible. You can't do it. It doesn't work this way. It does not work this way. And so that's what we have to do. We're going to have to... We're going to have to open back up. Now again... It'd be like, okay, if you want to come to school, okay, you have to wear a mask. Okay, no one likes the mask. No one likes no one likes them. They feel weird. It's hard to really talk with them and to be understood. But, okay, make make a mask make masks t- uh, mandatory. Um, when it comes time for recess, okay, you know. You force, you know, all students have to go and wash their hands with soap and water. And I, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just that simple. You have, you can have the door open in the, to the classroom to allow some air in. And you open a window to have, if, which I think, I think classrooms have to have a window. I believe. I know that, um, anyway. But, you know, they have a window open and the door open, which allows, air to come in and air to go out. So I think that would be a start. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Either way it's too either way it's too soon. Because the tr- here's the thing. The truth is you don't know until we won't know what's going to happen until people are released again. Seriously. I mean, I mean, th- there's no, there's no other way to look at it. 
either you're prepared or you're not and we we truly won't know until until the data is in we won't know until until it really happens until people actually go back to their normal lives kids go back to school do i think cases do i believe cases will spike i do but here's the thing most people when they do get this and this is according this is according to the what is it to the USC antibody test the antibody survey most people are asymptomatic which is huge that's enormous that lets us know okay this we do know that this is very uh we know that it's very contagious but we also know that it's not nearly as deadly as they said it was it's not but that's what i'm saying you can't just you can't just keep places closed it doesn't work the lady who was you know sent to jail for a week she for 7 days she was you know she said look i have i have children to feed and she that and it's very true and you know some of the some of them said oh you know you're just being very selfish it's like okay that's what, but that's what everyone is saying everyone is saying look i have children to feed at some i'm telling you at some point people are just going to say look i can't do this anymore i can't just stay home not because it's driving me crazy but because the long here's the thing more and more people are losing their jobs by the day by the day people are losing people are losing their jobs and the longer people are out of work the more layoffs will the longer people are away from work the more layoffs will happen and it just spirals downward from there I don't know how else to say it. It's not it's not feasible. I think it can be done, but you just you have to lift the restrictions. The the economy has to get back up. You can't just say okay, okay, everyone just if everyone just stays home, this will work. Well, the truth, the truth, and I know and I know that I that I was saying that before and I I do I do admit to that. Um, you know, after thinking about it, and see, here's the thing. When I said it, when I said that at the time, I didn't think that this lockdown would be nearly as long as I as I as I as it is now. I didn't I didn't think it'd be like this. I didn't think it would be this long. And so when I said that, I said, "Okay, well, this is going to hurt the economy, but it's like, you know what? We'll be we'll be okay in a little bit." Because I already knew that vaccines took a long time. But this, I mean, this this is ridiculous. It's not going to work. We have to, we have to take it as it is. It's like this. Here's what I would do. And I, I know this is difficult, but it's like this. If you, I would say this. If you want to open up your store, if you want to go back to work, that's your choice. If you want to stay home, that is your choice. It's give and take here. You're damned if you do it and you're damned if you don't. That's I mean that's just how it is. That's what I would do. I get needing to go back to work. I get needing to open your business. Like this stuff this stuff is important and here's a here's a point that people well, I should say that I haven't heard anyone talk about. I, this is a talking point I haven't thought about. Okay, so these people who work, okay, it's like, say they get hospitalized, okay. They get hospitalized, they're in, you know, say they have to go to the ICU, and they have a huge bill afterwards. How are they going to pay it? insurance mm, okay well if the well here's the thing if people stay home 
they're more and more likely to lose their insurance because they're they're away from work. What do you, like, I, I don't like I don't understand. What do you want people to do? So these hospitals, they'll be having unpaid debts. Though people will be coming in, they'll be treating people, and people really won't be getting their money. Hospitals won't be getting their money. I, I don't know... I don't know how else to put this, but this is important. Should your kids go back to school? Look, man, you can't keep kids home. You can't keep kids home for 18 months. It's not going to work. There's no, There's no way to do it. There's no way to do it. I, 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 cause it's, it's like, again, again, everyone can't hire a babysitter for eight, for eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 hours, Monday through Friday. Imagine, imagine you work 12 hour days, Monday through Friday. That is, and you have children. That is 60 hours. 60 hours. You are paying someone a full-time job. That's full-time. That is, that's full-time pay. That's absurd. No one who can do that. My family wouldn't be able to do that. That is huge. Unless you're unless you are going to change the law, and you know what I mentioned before, either you change the law to say, okay, well, kids are allowed to be home by themselves, or you lower the age, where you say, okay, if if children. You know, young children can be at home as long as there's a child there who's, you know, you know, here's the thing. When you're 18, you're an adult. So they may lower to, you know, 17, 16, 15, 14. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know what else to do. I don't know how else to say it, but I, I, I can say this. This is not, it's, it's not doable. You can, we can, we can play patty cake all we want to. We can try to twist it every kind of which way. Yeah, it's not working. It's not going to work. And that's the truth. It's not going. (laughs) It can't be done. We have to fix it. People need to go back to work. Kids are going to have to go back to school. We can't just keep printing money. That and here's the thing: the first round of checks, again and again, twelve. I will say this: twelve hundred bucks is better than nothing, okay? But you can't keep doing that. You can't just keep printing money. You can't just keep handing folks money with nothing coming in. The economy has to be stimulated. Somehow. And how does the economy, how does the economy get simulated? People go back to work. People start buying. People start purchasing. People start trading. People invest. People, you know, things go back to the way they were. And I'm telling you, the, the longer we wait, the worse, the worse it's gonna get. We're hoping for a vaccine. It's going to be 18 months at the at the earliest. Some are saying 12. Let's say 12. Let's say let's say 12. Okay. So we first kind of heard about coronavirus in November. So I mean, that's 6 months away. 
November, like early, early, mid-December, pretty much for the end of the year. So, so six to seven more months. It just, it really just doesn't work. And see, here's the thing. Viruses evolve so quickly. They mutate very quickly. It's very, very difficult. And see, here's the thing. Once people start traveling again, there are different strands and different strains, you know, at different, you know, different locations. So once airlines start really picking up again and people are going all over the place all the time at all hours of the day throughout the year. Then what do we do? You can't really have a vaccine for that. And this is the this is the trouble. So that's really it. That's all I really want to talk about. And also I want to say this. I want to talk about my antibody test. I haven't gotten the results. I haven't gotten the results yet. Um, some of you have been checking in on me just saying, you know, where were the results? You told us you were going to share them. I haven't gotten them yet. And, you know, it's now been, um, it's, it's, it's been a week since I, since I had the antibody test done. Um, I, I, I don't know. It may be next week. It may be the week after. I, I don't know. But when I do get the results, I will tell you. Um, just nothing. I don't know. Now, let me say this. I don't know if I said this before, but I am, but I am going to say this. Here's the thing. I am hoping that I do have the antibodies because that will let me know. Cause here's what that'll tell me. That'll tell me that what happened in December was not only the flu. But it was also COVID. Because what that would mean, that would, cause see, here's the thing. The flu is very, very common. The flu has been around, gosh, since, I don't know, forever. And so for me, that lets me know, okay, well, I can't really be around people who have the flu. And it's like, okay, well, you know, if I get married and say my wife gets sick and she has the flu. Does that mean I have to like not be in the house while she's sick and I can't take care of her? Or if my future kids get it, or you know, if my parents get it, you know, as they're aging. So that that's kind of what I'm what I'm, you know, trying to hope for. So I'm hoping that I do I am hoping that I do test positive for the antibodies. Because that'll tell me that's probably what I had in December. And I'll be like, oh, okay, so that's what happened. So now I know. And, you know, I don't think I'll be able to donate blood. Actually, I do think I can donate blood, but I don't know. I'd have to do more research on that. Um, But yes, that is crucial. So uh, that's really all I wanted to share. That's really all I wanted to say. Um, Still waiting for the results. I don't know when they're going to come in. Um, and I, I still, again, I still believe that I did have COVID. I do believe that what I got in December, I believe I got the coronavirus. I just don't believe that I got the flu because I don't think that the flu by itself, I, I just, I can't imagine the flu doing that to me. I know I've said this multiple times, but guys, I nearly died. If I had gone to bed on December 6th, 2019, if I had just, if I had just gone to bed instead of going to the hospital, I would have died that night. I would have died right in that bed. And my roommates probably would have been the first ones to find me after I, you know, didn't come out for a couple of days. Who knows? But I can tell you this, I definitely would have died. I don't believe the flu would have I don't believe the flu does that. I can under, I can understand. Now see, here's the thing. 
If the flu, if I had the flu longer than usual, that would be one thing. But for me to have to go into a medically induced coma for three days and having to go on dialysis and getting blood transfusions and all of these things because, because, because of influenza, man, you got to be kidding me. So I am hoping for answers. Um, if I do test positive, um, that will be my conclusion. Um, if it comes back and here's the thing, my doctor, uh, explained this to me, he said, if it comes back negative, it doesn't necessarily mean that I didn't have it because some people do not, uh, form, uh, antibodies. So that is, I, I, I'm, I'm, this may sound weird, but I really am hoping cause guys, I really want answers. Going from, going from fine to, um, you know, four toes in, four toes in the grave. Yeah. I, 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 I just need some, I need some answers. I need to understand what really, um, happened to me. So, um, I will, I will let you guys know, um, what the results are. And, um, yes, so thank you for that. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Um, got a lot of great interviews coming up. You guys really, 